Your deposit money could be at risk. That's right. If you're a buyer and you're taking advantage of today's interest rates and finding the house that you need to get, one of the very first things you do is you're going to be asked to make a deposit with a real estate brokerage or a title company. Your deposit money is a kind of a good faith uh, payment uh, that you're not necessarily handing over to a seller. Uh, but mostly uh, you're allowing a third party to hold on to that money in a way of demonstrating that you're going to complete the rest of the contingencies in the contract. And so how is this deposit money at risk, you would say? What's going on if you haven't been catching on into today's real estate market and mortgage marketplace um, environment? is that rates are incredibly low and in turn what's happening is is that mortgage companies and the individuals that work there and this all this also goes for credit unions and banks and all that stuff is that they're becoming very much overwhelmed not just so much with purchases but also with refinances right so they have a high volume of business that is being channeled through their processes and it's actually challenging their processes and the individuals that are uh, trying to work these files and get all the details situated. So you may ask, how is that environment really gonna help or hurt your uh, potential risk of losing your deposit money? Well, it's pretty simple. In the contract, there are, as I mentioned before, contingencies, right? These are specific actions that have to take place by a specific deadline date. And communication is key there, that when a deadline date can't be met, the real estate agent has to communicate with the realtors involved, the other realtor involved in the party or in the transaction, they have to communicate in writing what potential concerns there are. Now, a lot of these contingencies could be various things. The most common ones are typically um, having the deposit money on time, doing the home inspection, doing the appraisal. And um, one of the most important things is having a loan approval completed. Okay, and then the closing date, the day that you actually close. Now, for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to be focusing in more on the loan approval and closing date. The loan approval date is actually something that's not really spoken about too often, right? You just assume that everybody's going to do their job and everything get done on time. The loan approval date is super important because that's the deadline date that a buyer's lender has to meet and they have to provide notice to the parties in the transaction that the underwriter has approved your file. Now, there could be the exception of of a document or two documents, but typically an underwriter from a lender will approve a file, approve your loan, 
because they have enough evidence, enough documentation. There's been enough observations and verifications done for them to suggest that they are going to approve your loan. Okay. This doesn't necessarily mean you're closing the same day or the following day. This just means that they're going to give you the loan. And typically when you get this loan approval date, you'll normally be anywhere from seven to 15 days away from your closing date, right? So the loan approval happens before the closing date. Now, what's going on is, is that when an offer is made at contract and it's accepted, right? Everyone is dancing and celebrating the first victory of actually beating out other offers. But when that contract is signed by all parties, that date has to, uh, the, your lender, mortgage lenders, they have to pay attention to the closing date and that loan approval date. And that's the time for mortgage lenders to communicate with all parties to say, hey, these dates, um, they are typically normal in other mortgage lending environments. But in today's marketplace, it's it should be uh, communicated that if they can't meet those dates, they want to communicate that from the get-go, in the beginning. That way they set out the proper expectations in terms of proper dates. Because everyone is really dependent on those dates so that whether it's the buyer uh, notifying their landlord of when they're going to leave the apartments or if it's the seller planning their next move to a bigger house or maybe move into a different state, everyone is really kind of holding on to those dates uh, so that they can plan life, right? So when that executed contract is received in the beginning from to the mortgage company, that mortgage person has to communicate if those deadline dates uh, referencing the loan approval or closing date are attainable in today's environments. Now, you would think that any logical person would do that, but that's not the case. This is where... Uh, Having good connections um, of people that are in every faucet of really of real estate and mortgages, but the mortgage individuals sometimes won't look well. They'll either overlook that specific detail. They are either um, overwhelmed by their current business that they forget to look at that, right? Um, and sometimes some uh, mortgage lenders are just so hungry for business um, in some circumstances, depending who that person is, that they want to please everybody and they take it upon themselves to do everything in their power to meet those dates. Right. When they know that it may not be realistic in today's environment. And so there's many different factors and variables of why. That communication does not occur in the beginning. And so the best thing that we can do as realtors or even as consumers is when the contract is executed or even prior to, it should be asked to whoever your lender is going to be if you've selected one. Uh, you need to ask what is the realistic date 
how much time, how many days do they need right now in today's market or today's environment to obtain loan approval and to close on time? There's so many variations and variables that can come to this, but they can at least give you a pretty good general idea. And, you know, one of those variables may be the type of financing. For example, USDA loans typically take a lot longer than your traditional loan, like FHA or conventional. Same thing with VA loans. VA loans are uh, slightly a little bit more delayed than FHA or conventional, uh, but not as long as USDA. So it can be, uh, it can vary based on the type of loan, among other things. But if your lender is familiar with your circumstance, familiar with your file, familiar with the type of financing you're going to get, they should give you a very conservative date as to what that loan approval days are and what the closing date is, how much time they're going to need to achieve those things before you get a contract. And why... You know, you would think that why, why, what happens if you don't meet these dates, right? So let's just say, uh, let's just say everybody did their, their, uh, everything they, everyone did everything they needed to do to communicate. And an expectation was given. And let's just say there was an unforeseen circumstance in the process of verifying a buyer's documents and getting that loan approval date. And it just so happens to be that. The mortgage company uh, couldn't do it. They can't do it. They can't meet that loan approval date. And they communicate with the other realtor, the buyer's realtor, that they're having a difficult time for whatever reason to achieve that loan approval date. What happens is that, first off, the realtor that represents the buyer has to communicate this to the realtor that represents the seller. Not doing so... Uh, puts the buyer, buyer's deposit money at risk if they don't communicate, right? Of course, uh, majority of the time, it's not really an issue or a problem. But it is something that when you're considering how communicative your realtor is and how accessible they are, that can usually give you a pretty good sign on how they'll communicate with everyone else in the transaction. Okay, so what happens is that um, for me, I'm not a big advocate of part-time realtors, um, just because as honest with as much effort that they want to put in, things can get lost in translation. Little details can be overlooked. And if they forget to communicate with the seller's realtor, something as simple as, hey, we're going to need more time for these specific reasons then failing to do so by the deadline dates will put the buyer's deposit money at risk, okay? Or if the mortgage company doesn't communicate that because they're trying to do everything in their power to impress everyone involved, how awesome they are and how they get things done on time, that can also put the buyer's deposit deposit money at risk. Now, you got to remember at this time, you're probably about three weeks in, maybe four weeks in. 
from the time that you received news that the offer was accepted. At this circumstance, people are pretty much planning their next move. <laughs> moving, getting the moving trucks, turning off the utilities, turning them on, right? Everyone's planning like everything is well, and it may not be well at this time, okay? So there's always that risk, and really the only thing that can offset it is the communication from the get-go in the beginning. The buyer's deposit money can be at risk if that loan approval date isn't missed. They can be granted an extension by the seller's realtor. Of course, the realtor for the seller would have to speak to the seller, explain the situation, and hopefully get an extension, which is not unusual. It does occur. The main mindset there is that most of us who have been in the shoes of a seller will say, yeah, sure, let's let's give them an extension. But our thought process is, why? Out of curiosity, why do they need an extension? Why is it that they couldn't get it done on time? Because you want to, you kind of want to observe. Is it the buyer? Is it the buyer's bank and mortgage company that's dropping the ball? Is this the last time they're going to drop the ball? How do I know this is not going to happen again? Right? So, so the extensions can be granted, but if they're not, then the deposit money is at risk. So pay very close attention and from the get-go with your realtor, with your mortgage company, communicate early on what's the expectation for the amount of days that's needed for that specific mortgage company or bank to obtain loan approval based on your circumstance and your type of financing and in addition to that what is the amount of days they need to close a file every bank and mortgage company is different we say that all the time regardless of the environment everyone is different in how they approach the work how they communicate some have teams some don't okay everyone approaches their business differently and so it's important to ask in the beginning based on their processes and you're trusting their processes, not just for them to give you the better interest rates and the best deal, but you're trusting their processes to get you to the finish line in the most less stressful experience that you can have. So those are my two cents for today. Keep an eye on those things. Keep an eye on your deadline dates. Have a team that communicates and meets your expectations in the way you need to be communicated with so that you can achieve an excellent experience overall. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Guys, I always appreciate the comments and the likes. Obviously, I like to get all the help that I can get as I just go ahead and launch this podcast on my morning walks. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.